0: Hello, I'm Ferg.
1: Hello, and I'm Heather. Thank you for returning.
0: Thank you. Yes, thank you for returning. Please take your seats <laughs> for episode three. of... It's Get comfy. Get, yes. Do are, are we sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin. If my wife doesn't interrupt me. Uh, this is episode three of Crimes on Centre Court, featuring
1: me, Heather Westwell.
0: I thought she was going to say Penny Pink. She
1: didn't.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, Penny is on the case down at Wombledon Tennis Club, uh, and we're about to find out what's going on. Did the old man die of natural causes? Ooh. Who knows? Who, well, we do, Heather. Anyway. Lord knows. Lord He's gone, the old one. He's, it, he's a goner. He's he He's gone. Anyway, this is a long introduction. Enjoy Hope you enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. So the story goes on, Sunny wumbled on, the pinks are hot on the case. Perry's ready. ready to play, Penny's having her say, searching round the place. The old lord's pushing daisies, the new lord's gone death crazy. And is something going on with Penny? There's no sign of wrongdoing or anything brewing or seen on the up But what of this song has gotten it wrong and gradually haunts the cup Maybe a great chap will find the style cramped by murder that's most foul Or maybe the Lord is just simply bored when tweets were just for owls Cause if you know this show's history, it's a murder mystery And not for once ending up dead
1: I let Perry go back into the changing room to continue making an impression with the players and took myself off to the practice courts to see if there was anything I might learn there. I was fairly certain that Lord Knows' death wasn't suspicious. He was 92, after all, and the assassination attempt of his son felt much more like an unfortunate accident. But I and the PPDA were being paid to fully investigate from all angles, so that's what I'd do. I wanted to try and get some time with Ivan Borodol, the Russian coach, who so far was the only person Perry or I had uncovered with any sort of grievance against
0: the old man. Oh, no, no, no. Again, not a It hurts, Ivan. And what do we say about pain? It is just weakness leaving the body. What? No. no. <laughs> who says that? We need to get you a better doctor. Weakness leaving the body? (laughs) Ridiculous. Why would that even hurt?
1: Then what do we say?
0: We say we do not care about your pain. Today's pain is the foundation of tomorrow's greatness. Hello. Sorry to interrupt. Are you Ivan Borodal? I am. But as you can see, I am busy. This machine requires concentration. If it isn't properly controlled, it could do some serious damage. Rip it, Nota. Rip
1: Sorry, I, I just wanted to ask you some questions about the death of Lord Nose. I
0: don't know anything about that. Nota, what do you say about death, huh? Is that weakness coming back into the body?
1: <laughs> I heard you were upset he wouldn't let you use your ball machine here at the club.
0: It was ridiculous. He was the only one of the trustees who cared about these old rules.
1: But you can use it now.
0: Yes, because he's dead. Dead people don't get votes at committee meetings. Good shot, Nota.
1: I am tired, Ivan!
0: You keep going until all the balls have been fired. Not many more now. I'm sorry, I have to focus. Seriously, this machine left unattended would fire balls through the wall. Of
1: course, thank you. I didn't really learn anything new there. Except you could do worse than put a bet on not a damn clue as the winner. She was an interesting figure. I'd done my homework on most of the top players the night Lord Hugh hired us, and it turned out she was the cousin of a Russian princess who had been involved in a rather grisly multiple murder case down on the Isle of Riksenstan off the south coast a few Christmases ago. I wandered off, mulling over whether I could draw any other connections between what I knew about that case and the Wombledon Tennis Club... I got so distracted in my thoughts, I ended up wandering out of the club into a nearby zoo. When I came back, Perry was out on the courts playing doubles. I recognized his partner as Ingrid Ergedson, and they were playing against John and Jean Sampson, two top-ranked American players. Perry wasn't just holding his racket the right way up; he looked like he was actually holding his own.
0: Oh, Penny. Penny, hi. Oh, hi, Perry. How are you getting on? Do you know, not too badly. Once you get past the sheer pace and power of it all, it basically boils down to a combination of physics and probability calculations. Really? Oh, yes. If I can get enough data on my opponent, I can use it to predict where they'll hit their shot. Well, then I just have to get there and apply some quick physics to make sure my return lands in bounds. It's only the running bit that's hard, really. I see. Anyway, better run. (laughs) Uh, Not supposed to take too long at the change of ends.
1: Perry bounded quite nimbly back to the baseline and prepared to receive John's serve. I could see him watching the ball toss intently and even thought perhaps I could see his lips moving as he made his silent calculations. Whatever his sums were, he must have got them right, because he read the serve perfectly and returned it right onto the toes of the willowy American who did very well to get his own shot back over the net. It landed near the right-hand line and instantly a shout came from Owen Owens high above in the umpire's chair. Out Both Americans threw their hands up in disbelief. Oh come on! Pepper's clearly in I'm
0: sorry, but I called it as I saw it. Out
1: You cannot be genuine!
0: I've called the point. Play on. Now you just hang on a bit, you pompous English prick English! I'm Welsh, I'll have you know.
1: Isn't it the same goddamn thing?
0: The same thing? The same thing Tell me, is a cheese toastie eh, the same as a rabbit? Is a kutcher cuddle? What's the difference between year and year? I've no idea. Exactly, English, my ass.
1: Maybe you're not English, but you're still a pompous ass who's getting what's coming to him one of these days.
0: Right, that's it. I'm not sitting here and listening to this. I'm off.
1: At which point the old umpire tried to storm off in a huff, but his grand gesture was slightly undermined by the length of time it took him to climb down the ladder off his chair.
0: Carefully now, easy, does it? Easy!
1: Perry tried to talk him into continuing, but the old man wouldn't listen and continued his glacial descent before hobbling off in the direction of the clubhouse, followed by two angry Americans still loudly haranguing
0: him. Utter nonsense! I'm not Total folly! Well, obviously I
1: biased!
0: You. Welsh, English, okay. Penny, Hello!
1: Hello, Your Lordship.
0: Come on now, what do we say, you know, about uh, all that?
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, Hello, Hugh. When Perry heard me casually addressing his lordship, his head snapped round faster than a whippet's with a sniff of rabbit.
0: Sorry, Penny Girl, did you just call his lordship Hugh? Oh, right, yeah, um, uh, that was my idea. Yeah, you know, uh, as we've been working together, etc., I thought, you know, it would be best to be a bit, um, less formal.
1: Perry's mouth twitched in a way I'd never seen before. It was like he had a fishing lure hooked on his upper lip, and the angler was gently jiggling it, trying to entice a
0: bite. I see. And does this same informality extend to Ingrid and I?
1: Perry's playing partner had watched the whole scene with the Americans and the umpire impassively. Her face barely registered anything unusual happening at all. She was similarly stoic now. I do not care what I call the man. I care about the tennis and the tennis only. I need to go and do the stretching. Good day. The Swede nodded her blonde head and jogged off, her fluid movement showing why she was so fancied. uh, To win the tournament.
0: Quite right. I'm not sure any of this matters, really, you know. It's the tennis, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the tennis is the thing. Yes, I, I suppose you're right, Hugh. Ah, maybe your lordship, though. You know, just stay in character as one of the players, you know?
1: Perry visibly gritted his teeth. I don't think I'd ever witness somebody get so under his
0: skin the way Lord Hugh did. Absolutely. Quite right. Well, as one of the players, I suppose I should go and stretch too. Penny girl, will we grab some lunch? I'll be ready in five. Ah, uh, sorry again. Um, I was, uh, you know, rather thinking that you and I might grab a spot of lunch, Miss Pink. Hmm? You know, review the case, keep up appearances, that sort of thing. I've got reservations at one of London's top restaurants. You know, if you don't mind.
1: I don't know if it was the Lord's emerald eyes sparkling out at me from under his floppy fringe, the thought of the hot cuisine, or a desire to have a bit of fun at Perry's expense, but I found myself giggling in reply. Oh, that sounds uh, lovely, your look. Uh, Hugh? Perry threw his racket into his kit bag with so much force, I worried he might snap the frame.
0: I'll see you later, then! Love, fifty, love, 30, love, 40, love, game. Love, fifty, love, 30, love, 40, love, game. Love, 15, love, 30, love, 40, love, game. The game is afoot. Perry's a bit muddy about Hugh's fancy party. Is Danny being a bit foolhardy? Dazzled by the glamour and the glitz Is it all just for show? Just a distraction blitz? Love, 50 love, 30 love, 40 love, game Love, 50 love, 30 love, 40 love, game Love, 50 love, 30 love, 40 love, game The game is a foot. Balls will be flying, but somebody's lying Don't be the one who is left crying Keep trying, Pen, keep trying Love, 15 love, 30 love, 40 love, game Just ain't any pink I
1: can't believe it! A second a old track. man has died! Oh, he made decisions... When Hugh and I people. got back from our lunch I had lobster for the first time. Absolutely delicious, by the way. What felt like the entire club was milling around the entrance as an ambulance pulled away. i fine, John.
0: For him. John. John, I'm uh, fine. Leave me alone, bad John. For dropping like flies round here. I
1: hurried door. to find Perry while Hugh was brought up to speed by Wendy Weaver. Perry, are you OK? What's going on? Who was in there?
0: It was owing to Owen Owens, Penny Girl. Owen? Owens.
1: Owen Owens? Yes. What happened to him? Is he okay? I'm
0: afraid not. He had a fall.
1: Oh, dear. Is he badly hurt?
0: I should say so. It was a bit gruesome, actually.
1: What happened, Perry? Tell me.
0: Oh, you know, I don't really like thinking about disgusting things. And this was really disgusting.
1: Pull yourself together and tell me exactly what happened, Perry Pink.
0: Yes, Penny. Okay. so while you were on your date with Lord Hugh... It
1: wasn't a date. It was a working
0: lunch. Well, while you were at lunch, Owen had gone back up his chair. I assume ready to umpire the afternoon practice sessions. But there must have been something very wrong, or maybe there was a gust of wind. Well, I don't know, but he fell. He fell? It looks that way. He got almost to the top and then fell off from there.
1: And that's how he hurt himself?
0: He's not hurt, Penny. He's dead.
1: Gosh, how awful. Was it the impact or his heart? Neither. By now, Perry had gone grey with the effort of keeping his lunch inside him. But I needed to know the details, so pressed on.
0: Neither. He was impaled on the net post.
1: I think what we need to do is all head inside the clubhouse and have a good stiff drink. Wayne, clean up the mess. Open bar for the rest of the day.
0: Open bar? Wendy, I'm not sure the club can really afford that.
1: Owen just died Hugh. It's the least we can do.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, of course. He did die doing what he loved, though.
1: He didn't love impaling himself on posts, you.
0: No, no, of course. Yeah, 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 of course. Free drinks for everyone. No doubles, though.
1: What's wrong with doubles? It's a valid form of the game.
0: Yeah, sorry. I meant the drinks. Double players are perfectly fine. Yeah, absolutely. Are you not coming, Penny Girl?
1: Not just yet. Why aren't the police cordoning off the courts?
0: Oh, they had a pretty good look, but decided what with the tournament and everything, they were happy to release the scene on their initial impressions.
1: I see. I don't suppose you had an opportunity to find out what those were, did you? Having suffered his bout of emesis and put the thoughts of what he'd seen behind him, Perry was looking much better. I could tell he was pleased with himself by the twitching corners of his mouth, but he was trying to hide it because he was still miffed about the situation between me and Lord Hugh. Not that there was a situation between us.
0: I thought you might ask me that, and yes, yes I did. I managed to buttonhole the lead detective, Inspector Colgate, and clue him into the situation read the PPDA. And I'm pleased to say the business name still holds a bit of clout. He shared everything with me. You could have asked him yourself if you'd not been gallivanting around London eating foie gras and steak.
1: Perry Pink, you'll stop being so childish and tell me what the detective said. I had lobster, by the way.
0: Oh, but I was right about the foie gras.
1: Of course you were right about the foie gras. It's a fancy restaurant and someone else was paying. I was always going to order the foie gras. Now spill the beans on the police report. A man has died. That put a stop to Perry's pouting. He blinked a couple of times and cleared his throat and led me over to the court where Owen Owens had called his last fault.
0: Yes, absolutely. Sorry, Penny Girl. (laughs) The detectives said they'd inspected everything and couldn't see anything that warranted further investigation. Considering Owen's age, it was their opinion he'd probably just got confused, lost his balance and fell. Right. You don't look convinced, Penny. Why are you staring at the legs of the chair for? There's nothing to see. Perry was probably
1: right. There wasn't very much to see beyond four indentations in the grass. But a second death when coupled with Lord Knows' suspicions did seem to suggest to me that the PPDA should hang around a little longer. Plus, Hugh had mentioned another restaurant where you get given a little bell to ring and a bottle of champagne is instantly delivered to your table. I don't often eat at restaurants with table service, let alone a dedicated champagne waiter. Ooh. Owen 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 Owens, Owen
0: Owens. Oh, oh
1: that what a way to go What
0: a what a impaled on a net bike
1: That is painful
0: it's never happened to me. <laughs> we're just going to throw out some thank yous to, for everyone that is supporting us and buying us virtual coffees through the website. That's very much appreciated. All the lovely tweets that we've got and the iTunes reviews, very very handy. Uh, and we'll probably throw in one final thank you to the Arts Council. Not, it won't be a final thank you. We'll thank you a lot. Thanks, Arts Council England.
1: We will see you tomorrow for the next episode of Crimes on Centre Court. Boy, boy.
0: Crimes on Centre Court is part of Comedy Whodunits for Your Ears and Your trans production. This series is made possible by the support of Arts Council England. It was written by Fergus Woods with sound and music from Fred Riding and featured the voices of Fergus Woods Fred Riding and Heather Westwell. If you would like to learn more about the company, including dates for live theatre shows, visit newoldfriends.co.uk